I am way beyond a fanatic. I'm God-possessed. Get it straight. There ain't a demon on the planet that likes Mark Barclay anymore. If that's you, clap and shout one. Say, I am God-possessed. You better get ready. Did you bring a Bible? Praise God, everybody. Mark Barkley here. I call you blessed. I call you healed, delivered, saved, and living a good life in the name of Jesus. 2023 is going to be a rough year for a lot of people, but not so much for those of us who walk with God and according to this book. We're going to talk about that in this broadcast today. I have a special guest with me, Pastor Richard Jolliffe. We've been preaching partners for a long time. We're going to discuss parts of my I predict of what God has shown me that could take place in this coming year. Get on the phone, text it, tell everybody about it. I don't want anybody to miss this because I know the content and the severity of what we're going to be dealing with. God is with us. He has not abandoned us. He's still on the throne. And we're going to be all right if we just live by this book. Listen, obey God, submit, obey the prophets, and the Bible teaches us it will be well with us. Glad you joined me. It's going to be awesome. You better get your Bible, and I would highly recommend you get a notebook and a pen, or really fast at typing your notes, because we're going to say some potent stuff about 2023. Let's go do it together. Amen. Bring a Bible? Yeah. I got this sizzling hot message, so I'm not trying to get anybody into hell. I'm trying to get everybody off that road and turn them around and get them on the highway to heaven. You put your eyes on Jesus and you're on the highway to heaven. Imagine these two gates. Now these gates are to eternity. That's why salvation is called eternal salvation. Oh, wait a minute. Or eternal damnation. That's why this is called everlasting life. Once you are born again, you better do something with what God put in your life. You better not be spent for nothing. You better be ready to get ready. Wow. You got to be able to say to your God, or at least ask him, was I worth dying for? Praise God, everybody. Welcome to the telecast, the broadcast. We love you. We've been praying for you. We're all entering a whole brand new season called 2023. And we're here to discuss some of the things, not all the things, that the Lord has shown me. And um, also I have with me uh, one of my longtime preaching friends of decades, Richard Jolliffe, pastor's Amazing Grace Church here in Michigan. We've been doing a lot of work together all these years, haven't we? Yes, sir. Praise over, God. Over 30, I think it's 36 years, something yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that. Long Your time. memory's still working. <laughs> Your memory's still working, man. Praise God. So we want to discuss some of this. Now, I want to start with this. When I put out the I predict, it has not everything that I have seen and not everything that God has spoken to me. But what it does do is I pick and choose those things. Now, they all came out, they all come out during the year. 
But up front here, in order for me to print something that we can get to you, which you can get this, uh, if not right now, soon from our website, it's just called I Predict 2023 and Beyond. Here's the deal. We are not Old Testament prophets. We're New Testament vessels of God. The New Testament, the Bible teaches prophecy is subject to fail. Yes. What's that mean, Doc? It means that some of the things that God has even, say, shown me or us that we'll discuss today could be postponed through prayer, intercession, could be stopped through obedience. So these are not like Old Testament, absolute, this is going to happen. No, some, yes, no, some of these Maybe may God's saying, warning, you can stop this if you so choose to do what I tell you. Yeah. That's the beauty of being Amen. forewarned. Amen. I want to start with my verse, and then we're going to uh, go back and forth and just enjoy our time with you today. I hope you enjoy it. Our heart today is to help Absolutely. bring some insight and some strength to you. My verse of the year is 2 Corinthians 6, 17. Wherefore, come out from among them, come out from among them, mm -hmm. and be ye separate. So that, that's, that's a separation, not, a, not mingling, not coagulation, not, you know, <laughs> conglomeration. Come out from among them and, and be known that yes. you're separated from the pagan, the heathen, the sinner, the world. Come out from among them and be separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean, unclean thing, and I will receive you. Praise God. Yeah. That's my verse. And I think if we do this, you're going to see more victories, more strength, more help from God uh, every day of this year. Now, Richard, we were talking before the broadcast. You got a pretty good version on this verse. Yeah, the Message Bible says that, um, of verse 17 there, that um, he said, uh, so leave the corruption and the compromise and leave it for good. And it's interesting that word separate, I was looking this up before we came on the air, it means to sever, like to take something and to cut it off. Don't cut that off from your life. Right, right, right. And, right. That, uh, yes. and, 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 the, and the real power of that, Doc, and, and is looking at this is he said, God says, look, don't link up with those who will pollute you, is what it, it says in the message. Yes. He said, and I'll be a father to you. I want you all for myself. And that's the real power. It's not like uh, this is a, what God's saying is, I want you to get rid of all this stuff just because I don't want you to do yeah, stuff. No. He's, there's stuff he wants to do yes. that, he can, that he won't be able to do if we continue on the path that we're on. You, you've been teaching the Bible for decades. So, and a lot of you are Bible people. The Bible is, is, is very, very clear, even in the New Testament, of course. You do this, God does that. Yeah. You say this, God does that. Yep. You give, He gives. Yeah. This is how it works. So when, when we do what Pastor Richard just said, you're not to hate anybody. Please don't do that. You're not to hurt anybody. But you're going to have to separate yourself from pagan, sinner, soul ties, yeah. or they're going to keep using peer pressure, demonic pressure. I'm not saying that, that many of them are even demonic, but the activity is demonic. Right. And if you, if you keep weakening, I just told someone this the other day, well, Brother Barclay, the question was, are demons getting 
more vicious and more bold and more active now that we're in the last of the last days? And my answer was no. You have no Bible proof for that whatsoever. That's exactly They're right. not getting stronger and more wicked. <laughs> they are what they are. We could be getting weaker, less defense mechanism, yeah. cheaper and sick immune, spiritual immune system in our lives. So we permit more. Yeah. So we actually probably don't mean to, but we're giving place to the devil. Yeah, you know, you'll appreciate this because you're a marksman. I have a rifle at home. I was out practicing with it and I kept noticing I was off on the target. I was looking through the scope and it just kept missing. So I started thinking, well, something must be wrong. Maybe my barrel's crooked or something, but every time I would shoot, no matter what I would do, it would shoot lower left. So I did all of the stuff with the calibration, went back to zero, started over, still hits lower left. So I gave it to an expert. The expert looked at it and said, the problem is the scope is messed up. The scope is broken. You gotta get rid of that right. scope. It's gotta go. You're never gonna hit the target. And yeah. see what you're talking about is, is that if we're looking at trying to hit what God has for us, and we're still using an old scope of corruption yeah. Yeah. in our life, we're always gonna fall left. Always. We're gonna fall lower left, lower right, or we're never always. gonna hit the mark. Of course, in, as we know, that's what sin is. Sin is missing the mark. Yeah. We can't hit that mark. So what I had to do was dump the old scope and put on the new scope yeah. so that I could actually zero in on mm. where I wanted to go. That's, the, that's what corruption, and you know, it isn't, and I, and I think this is true for, people, for most Christians, is that we're not wanting to do wrong. Right. We're wanting yeah, to, it's not purpose. we want God in our life. Yes. We want to experience all yes. that God has for us. But somewhere along the way, something changed. And I, I think you, we were talking about this in the office beforehand. Something changed in the church where it was when we came to God, it was God, what do you want me to do? Now it has turned into God, what can you do for me? Yeah. Or God, this is what I want you this to do. This is what I want you to yeah. do. And we become pragmatic in the way that we look at things. But you know, uh, we got to get into this here, but you know, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> it's okay. It's all good. It's like, like false teaching. That's yeah. what I'm going to call it. Yep. And satanic deception. Yes. Doctrines of demons have taught the body of Christ. Yeah. That holiness, purity, consecration, right? Yeah. Things that are sacred. That's old school. Yeah. And they look at us like, well, you're old preachers. That's old school. But there really is no old or new school. There's only one school of the Bible. Amen. And you got to work hard at, de at, at deleting and getting rid of the Word of God in order to have what you want and make yeah. your own man-made doctrines. Yes. And that I, I think when you start using reductionism to reduce the value of the Word of God, you reduce the value of God because it's His Word. Yeah. Therefore, you reduce or shrink the amount of God that's in our life. Yeah. That's simple. And I love what you said at the beginning. These are not things that have to happen. Right. But may God they not. Is Amen. But God is warning us and saying, yeah. look, if changes don't take place, then this is the direction things are headed. The true prophet of God weeps in prayer when the body of Christ laughs because mm -hmm. he knows that lackadaisical, let's party down, he knows what's coming next, and yeah. that would be satanic attack and, and judgment. Yeah. And when the body of Christ is in mourning and they're in prayer and fasting, the, the true prophet of God, 
he begins to laugh and rejoice because he knows what that's going to bring to the body of Christ. Right, you know? exactly. Let's go through some of these. Pick yeah. some out, whatever you feel, yeah. led. There's quite a few here. Well, I think the, but, uh, the, the top one there is a real important one that we need to address that. I predict that the pursuit of our children will continue to confuse multitudes of them and set them up for sexual perversion and assault. I'm very, 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 very concerned about this. Yeah. And, and it's not conspiracy theory. It's not just Mark Barclay. Mm -mm. This is everywhere now. There, there's battle, there's just major battles going on with school boards, schools, school libraries, teachers, the government, uh, children trafficking. I mean, the, it's amazing the list. And it's our children who are being assaulted and, and, and being pre-taught yeah. what it is to choose if you're a man or a woman, not biologically, just whatever you're relating to, I guess, whatever you're identifying with. And now in our schools, which sometimes it sounds crude, but I call them, many of these schools are but Satan's youth group, right. Pastor Richard. Right. Uh, they're contrary to parents or contrary to just normal common sense. And obviously, if you're teaching anything about sex other than the Bible way, which is the only thing God permits, it's called immoral. And now our schools, our farms, training our children in immorality. Yeah. Now, if we would have done this 20 years ago, it would have been child abuse, sexual child abuse, pedophilia. They would have been arrested yeah. for, even, oh, for even insinuating, no let alone <clears throat> showing illustrations and videos. And, and, and I'm not picking on the school. The school's not the only problem. In fact, school isn't the problem. It's people running the schools that won't sheriff and have enough morals to deal with this. But it's everywhere. Yeah. And that's why I put it number one. I think it's the number one threat. And when I deal uh, with our, and dealt with our webinar, for 2023, yeah. the end of the world. Yeah. I capitalized on this because I believe it's the number one threat against our society, our public, and, our, and even our churches. Yeah, who would have thought you'd seen the day that, um, and I had a teacher actually tell me this, that um, she basically said, if they demand that I have to teach um, the sexuality stuff on a gender deal, you know, that you can yeah. be whatever gender you want to be, that I will, I will quit. I will be done teaching in the school system. I mean, well, because, God bless her. Yeah, because she was going to take a. She determined to take a righteous stand. But I think the part of this too, Doc, is is that when parents, it seems like that when parents start getting involved, Christian parents start rising up, and letting their voice be heard, that it does it does start moving yes. things in the right direction. Absolutely. And this right. is not a time for God's people yeah, to be silent. Absolutely right. But we need to stand for righteousness. The kids are uh, uh, important issue with this. I live in a rural community, um, so people that live in rural communities don't think this isn't happening in the rural communities because it is it big is. time. And if you want to know what's going on, talk to your kids. They'll tell you the crazy stuff. My kids, <laughs> my grandkids talk to me about that furry deal that's going on in yep. some of the school systems yep. and the other crazy things, the pronouns. So I mean, it's crazy. What happened to math? Yeah. You know, arithmetic, for those of you that forgot, it's called arithmetic, <laughs> English, yeah. literature. Oh. How about spelling? How about true yeah. history, global history, American history? 
Why is that being set aside? It must be to some degree, or how would you have time in a classroom? Yeah. Or in a library, or in, in counseling with students, or anybody else. Where would you, where would you pick up the time on the clock? Yeah. It has to cost us somewhere. So again, I don't wanna just make the whole broadcast <laughs> about this, but I'm telling you, this is our number one threat to our society, is. is to mess up our kids. And by the way, I just read this record uh, America has fallen so far down the list of, of at what grade does the average American graduating today, can they read? What kind of math can they do? I mean, our enemy countries are all up here mm -hmm. and America's fallen to a very low number. Yeah. This is proof by itself. We got to get back to real education. Absolutely. Let's do another one. All right. You talked about here that we're going to have to fight spiritually like never before. What does that mean to you? I think pastors are going to have to start teaching again what is true spiritual warfare. Mm -hmm. what, what do we mean by that? Yeah. Uh, can we just pray 5, 15, 20 minutes and say, that's it, I did my warfare? Is that, is that what we're talking about? Uh, we have to get the verses out of these scriptures that has to do with battling in the spirit realm. There's a natural battle. Thank God for those, they're, they're in the school board meetings, they're in the government meetings, they're in the, the gatherings, you know, the, for righteousness and morals. But you know, half of this stuff, I mean, you could subtract Christianity, we'll say, from a lot of it and just good moral common sense. Mm -hmm. My mama was not a Christian until later in her life. She raised four boys. Right without God right? <laughs> and told us stealing was wrong, lying was wrong, Yes. right? Yes. Sex before marriage was wrong. Now, where does a heathen mama get that? Right. Except for it was birthed in our, in, in our whole society. Yeah. So we got to get back to not only fighting in the natural, being out there, being, we got to live out loud. Yeah. But we got to get into the altars of God. I think the word we're missing is urgency. Yeah. We got to get really urgent in our heart that we must fight spiritually yeah. against these demonic forces mm -hmm. that are dealing with people. Yeah. This brings me a thought that I learned many years ago from Dr. Hagen. He's in heaven now. We were in a minister's conference at my pastor's, John, John Osteen. And Brother Hagen said, you pastors, stop dealing so much with your people and start dealing with the demons that are dealing with your people and your people will increase. Huh, that's Isn't awesome. That, something? that is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and why is it, Doc, that we're in, you know, we're, we're pastors, so if we call for, hey, we're gonna have prayer service, we're gonna come and pray and intercede and, uh, and uh, or we're, we may, or we could announce that we're gonna have a blessing service where we're gonna yeah. anoint everybody with oil. Yeah. The blessing service will yeah. be full yeah. and the prayer service, no matter what church it is, it's the same, you won't see the same amount of people. I think I have an answer from that that I learned from one of my key disciples right here. She came to me one day and she said, Pastor, we have this 20, 30 minute prayer time. I'm good for 10 minutes. Yeah. I don't know what to pray. I don't, do I repeat myself? Right. I mean, I go through my little list. Right. So here, just an idea, I made a little accordion deal. And if you prayed over each one, each little page on both sides, yeah. it would fill 30 minutes. It was family, it was government, 
It was your finances, your children, your pastor, your church. And so whatever we got to do, but I think that's, I really think that's part of it. I don't think most of the body of Christ is having problems like, I don't want to pray. I'm not coming to a prayer meeting. Right. I really just don't think they know yeah. how to fill 15 to 30 minutes yeah, unless they're dying. Right. Yeah. If you're dying, sorry for laughing, but if you you're dying, you get quick. spiritual yeah, really real, quick. Real, real fast. All right, let's do another one. All right, so when we talk about uh, this woke leader, Deal. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I know we don't have a long time here, but, but uh, this year, part of what you saw was, is that these woke leaders are going to continue even in the church. They're uh, uh, saying this as polite as I can. They're so deceived that they are ruining our country, trying to save our country. Yeah. This whole woke idea is not constitutional. It, in other words, it doesn't fit our constitution, right. our Bill of Rights, right. our Bible, our common sense, mm -hmm. our capitalism. And if you go down 20 things that are valuable that has made America what it is, yeah. then you say all woke has got to go. Right. It's unstable. It's unclear. It's prejudiced. It's producing a whole new set of lifestyle doctrines, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And so when we have woke leaders, they, whatever they are, are they county commissioners? Are they school board leaders? Are they the mayor? Are they the governor? Are they on the cabinet with the presidency? Are they the Department of Justice? Sure. Are they law? It doesn't matter because the minute they are abandoning the constitutional bill of right, biblical, common, moral, sense the Ten Commandments yeah. and want to rewrite stuff, yeah. then we're already weakening and kicking the legs right out from under our country. Yeah. It, it, you don't even have to take our word for it. Don't judge the preachers. Just look around you. Yeah. Tell me anywhere it's working. Right. And you can't. You'd have to lie, exaggerate, and make it up. Yeah, and it's, 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 you know, it's like you were talking about with your mom. Your mom had a moral compass. She, even yes. though she may not have been a Christian, she lived in a country that she had a moral yes. compass that was established in her life. It seems that we've lost that moral compass in this woke deal that people are so afraid of getting called out, putting their name in the paper, being labeled a whatever, you know, the different names that they're throwing out. We would call that cowardice. Yeah. They're cowards. Yeah. yeah. They're ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. They don't, I can't get this part either. Yeah. Why is it that good Christian people who love God, who are redeemed, born again, probably going to church, most Christians don't, but some still get that value. The rest need rescuing. Right. So why do we care if the pagans and sinners click our little like button? Right. It, it would be a promotional value to be persecuted for walking with God yeah. and preaching this gospel. Yeah. But you're absolutely right. We, that has fallen so far that we now want to hide. Not, not we like every one of us. I'm not hiding. Right. Uh, but I think some of my soldiers are ducking. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, is he really, did he really say that? Are we really doing that? Is he really going to print that? Yeah. Because even men like us are being, re, we're being, they're trying to reprogram us to fit what they want, or we are bad, bad, bad guys. Yeah. We are evil, judgmental, no love. And I already learned a long time ago, 
a little poem, sticks and stones may break my bones, right. but names will never hurt me. Yeah. Yeah, ah! that's right. We better do another one. Well, and our, our forefathers, look how they stood up under oh, persecution. Yeah. I mean, we got it easy compared to what they went through. But most of our young people don't know that. Yeah. Unless the church is teaching it. Yeah. Right? Maybe right. a Christian school, <coughs> some private schools. But yeah, exactly. God help us with history. So this, <laughs> as we're wrapping up today, let's talk about the disappointment in the prophetic utterances. I know this has become... A real tough one for pastors, mm. especially mm. dealing with their congregations and a lot of things that are being said. You talk about even more of that kind of stuff is going to go on and not come to yeah. pass. Jeremiah 5, 30, 31, it, it really lays it out, I think, the best. It says, the prophets prophesy falsely. So are these all false prophets? I don't think so. Right. The prophets prophesy falsely. They may not be false prophets, but they're given, it seems, enough false prophecies. The prophets, says, will prophesy falsely. The priest, we would say pastors, I think. Sure. The priests bear rule by their own means, not by the Bible. Right. Instructions. And my people love it so. Mm. What will the end thereof be? And we're living in that. Yeah. Now, here's what's amazing to me. You go to a meeting. They have a quote-unquote prophet, prophetess come up. They prophesy everything we want to hear. Right. Seriously. Mm -hmm. We shout and holler. I don't know who we are, but right. shout and <laughs> holler. Yay. That's so right on. But it doesn't come to pass. Right. But it doesn't matter, Richard, because the meeting is over. Yeah. And the next meeting will come and they will choose the same voices to get up again, to prophesy and predict what we want to hear. Yeah. Everyone will clap and shout and repeat it and repost it, but it will not come to pass. Yeah. It will not come to pass. Yeah. And we'll repeat the cycle. Right. So it's, heart, it's disheartening. This last thing we went through Wow, between COVID and the election, it was it was pretty tough. And then in our own in the, in our state of Michigan, yes, the things that were being said yes. that weren't going to happen that did happen. Did happen. And then we, yeah. So it's one thing to say, I see, I feel, mm -hmm. I believe the Lord showed me this. Yeah. Let's pray. But when you just give this Old Testament mandate, you better have heard from God. Well, and that's why I appreciate sure. it, what you said at the beginning of the the telecast. These are things that could happen, but they don't yeah. necessarily have Let's to happen. Let's do our best God to is warning them. us yeah. to tell us this is the direction you need to go to yes. change these things. Powerful. And if we'll do that, then we'll see, we'll see victory. Powerful. And if we don't wake up and do it, then we're going to get exactly what was, what, we, what was talked about. Well, we're so glad you joined us. The time goes by so fast. Yeah. Join us next week, our, the next broadcast in, in your station. And Pastor Richard and I are going to hit some more of these points. I love his verse, uh, the one that I chose, and then the modern version. We're going to start the next broadcast with that. And we're calling you out. Yeah. Politely in love, come out from among the pagan, the heathen. And if you're one of them, you join us in Jesus Christ. Yeah. It not only fixes broken things in your life, it takes you off the path of perdition to damnation, hell lasts forever, and it puts you on the roads of righteousness. You live better, 
You have God's guidance, God's help, but you're going to make heaven. Amen. In the name of Jesus, check us out. Uh, MarkTBarkley.com. AGChurch.net. Uh, AG yes, AGChurch.net for Pastor Jolliffe. See you on the next broadcast, 2023, a year of divine favor. We call you blessed. Amen. Amen.